All right. So thanks for listening in. So if you are in a position right now where you realize that, you know what, it does make sense. I wouldn't dare build my dream home um, by scribbling on the back of a napkin and handing that over to a general contractor or a developer. And you realize like, wait, you know what, this may actually be uh, applicable to my own life. Then this is a great time for you to apply and see if the 25 blueprint program would be right for you there's a process of just scheduling a consultation having a conversation about what your visions and goals and ambitions are and then from there being able to see and confirm that this is a great fit and that we should move ahead together in helping you design build and live your extraordinary life so if that's you um, in the description section there is an area where you can fill in a form and book a time that works for us to have a conversation and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Hey guys, welcome back. It's time for that conversation of the productive soul. Um, so tonight I want to talk about the legend of image architecture, sort of the story behind this concept, this framework that you might see either on my profile or in a book, maybe that led you here, or maybe you saw it on um, an ad or a television uh, conversation, uh, wherever, what, however you got here, I want to really kind of break down the idea behind image architecture, which really is based on the idea that you can design, that you can build, and that you can live a better version of yourself, right? Um, and or live, as I call it, an extraordinary or legendary life. So, so the word architecture, of course, most of us are familiar with it because when people build things, they use an architect to help them draft up documents that help them build things, right? Uh, one of my favorite um, quotes by Ray Dalio is that he says that blueprints are like mentors on paper. Now, before you kind of stretch your mind to really get that, I want you to think of building your home, building your dream home, and whether or not you would let your dream home be built from um, stick figures that you put on the back of a napkin or the back of an envelope, right? Can you imagine calling a general contractor, a builder, and saying, hey, I've got a great idea of a house that I want to get built, and um, hold on, let me get you the drawings, and you reach inside your pocket, and you pull out a piece of napkin that has the drawing, okay, for them to build from. The person either, um, you know, after they get off the floor from laughing, right, or from shock, or if they even respond to you at all and don't shut the door on you, right, will ask you maybe a combination of questions between what you're smoking, what you're on, um, or are you serious, right? Because if you are building your dream home, you're not gonna be leaving it to just some random piece of paper with your ideas on it. And you're not gonna also do the same with the back of an envelope, or even just a blank piece of paper. What you're going to do is hire an architect who will assist in really taking the concepts and the ideas that you have and building everything out on paper so that you know exactly what you're going to get. Okay? 
So the premise of this whole idea of image architecture and the image architect is founded in the built environment. Now, if you don't already know from watching previous pieces of content, um, so my background is in civil engineering and urban planning, right? That was, it was a phase of my journey where academically and professionally, that's what, what I, that's what I, you know, um, ate and, and slept and breathed. And I learned a ton. So to give you an idea of what I mean, <laughs> so I worked with the Department of Transportation as a transportation construction inspector. I worked with the United States Army Corps of Engineers. I worked with uh, the, um, there's an agency that actually does a lot of public and civil works type projects for New York State called the Dormitory Authority of the State of New York. Um, I worked with a project in uh, a company that inspected bridges up throughout the New York, New Jersey area. Um, <clears throat> I could go on, right? And then in the urban planning arena, I worked with a faith-based organization that's really um, notable here in New York, uh, New York City. And then jumped back into the industry of, of engineering and worked in the bridge engineering world, right? And then worked in the commercial construction world. So I'm not new to this. <laughs> this is not it's not my first rodeo with discussing and talking about building and or inspecting things based on what are called plans or what are also referred to as specs, which is short for specifications. So when it comes to building things for real for real, you don't leave it to the back of the napkin. You don't leave it to the back of the envelope. Right? You don't leave it to just some random piece of paper that you tore in half and said, oh, yeah, yeah, this, <laughs> this isn't like a quick grocery list to the store. Hey, can you pick up some, uh, <laughs> all right? Okay, so now that we kind of ridiculed and recognized the absurdity of leaving our dreams and goals and hopes and aspirations to, you know, chicken scratch on the back of a, a napkin, right? We now probably should start thinking about, well, if I am going to build something, well, okay, yeah, it does make sense to get a professional, right? And it does make sense that that professional leave us with literal documents that we can now take to the builder, right? And the builder can do this. Watch this. Do what are called quantity takeoffs, right? Which give them a measurement as far as how many quant, how much of each uh, material and whatever is required in addition to uh, factoring in labor and etc. All these things, how much it's actually gonna cost you to build this dream, right? And they give you that estimate and you may or may not like that estimate. And you may say, all right, well, let me take this to another general contractor or another builder so I can get you know a different quote for building my dream home. Okay, makes sense so far. All right, so that being said, what I wanna now share with you is that after you identify that builder, right? there's of course contracts to, to sign off on, a commitment to be made, and now everybody starts to show up, right? With each level of that structure being accounted for, each aspect I should say. Back when I was in the field, right? We would just, about it was just before there was a transition to the current call uh current sort of building 
categorization, right? So back in my era, there were what are called 16 divisions. And these 16 divisions essentially were like the 16 categories or aspects of a structure that you have to take into consideration for you to build something from the ground up, right? And I've always said, you know, it's to give you to this, make it super simple. If you think about 16 divisions, um, just look around your uh, apartment. Right now, you are inside of those divisions. The paint on your wall is one of those, you know, one aspect of those, you know, those divisions, right? The flooring, the framing, the wall, the drywall, right? That's what you have to take into consideration. Okay, am I making, making sense right now? All right, cool. So that, along with lights, electricity, plumbing, okay? Other, these are all other aspects and divisions, right? The doors, all part of it. Making sense now? Okay. So, windows, windows being put in, all part of it. We can go on and on and on. Furnishings, what goes inside the home, all part of it. So now you get the idea, right? That there are all these divisions, all these aspects of your built world that have to be taken care of and represented on paper somewhere. And because they're represented on paper, it's what makes it easier for the general contractor to build and to give you a finished product. Right? Is this add up? Is this making sense? Okay. So let's map this onto your life. I want you to consider that your life is the great dream home. Your life experience. How you experience living day to day to day to day to day. And of course, over the course of a lifetime. Is your dream or dreams coming true? Day in and day out. The difference between a physical built structure, if you take that process seriously enough, is that you know there's liabilities. There's people you can sue if something doesn't go right. And there's people that can sue you if things aren't built right. So there's a lot of money and life force on the table and on the line for a physical structure to be built right. Patching into the electrical system, patching into the water and sewer, sewer waste system, right? If you're building it in a, uh, on a subdivision, like taking into consideration what the policies of how high you can build and how wide and how, how far away from the curb you can be and how um, the accessibility to the property needs to go, right? There's, a, there's like some very clear guidelines there. But when it comes to our lives, building it out, it's like, uh, well, we get kind of like squeamish about it. And I want you to think about those aspects of building things that say, hey, look, we need the you know, the driveway to be this this wide, off, this far off the curb. We need the, you know, color of the structure to be like this, right? When it comes to our lives, the thing that really makes or breaks us are our values, right? And I want to give you the equivalent of what are our categories. If you're building something with these categories that I just mentioned, right? Well, what's the equivalent when it comes to building your life? 
is there such a thing? Is it even possible that we can maybe perhaps build our lives and, and apply the same kind of rigor, right? And still have an organic experience of building our lives that way? Yeah, it's possible. This is where the whole concept of image architecture comes in, is that our lives are a function of the innermost images that we have of who we are, of how we identify ourselves in the world, okay? So that being said, let's talk real quick about this whole process of building our lives the same way that our structure gets built, okay? So our lives are based on five categories, five divisions, and I've talked about it forever, but I have to continue to repeat it because anytime someone sees a video, perhaps it's their first time hearing this, and these five categories that are matched, those 16 that I mentioned, right, when it came to building a structure, these 16 divisions were and are, or the five division equivalent, right, of that idea is faith, fellowship, finances, feelings, and fitness. These five categories of life are the five categories that you need to take into consideration to, to live, to design, build, and live an extraordinary life and live a better you. Okay? And so we have to then identify like what the equivalent of these five categories are. Now, the thing also about the built world is that it's got to get built in a sequence. You're not going to install the roof before you pour the foundations. Okay? Sorry. You can pick out the materials, but you're not going to build that. You're not going to put up the walls until you pour the foundation. You're not going to be able to pour the foundation until you clear, you know, clear the site. Right? You're not going to be able to clear the site until you do some excavating. Okay? Or if you have to do some demolition if there's an existing structure there. Right? So there's some things that, although these divisions that I mentioned are what they are, there's a sequence to them. So similarly in our life, we got the five divisions of faith, fellowship, finances, feelings, and fitness. And in a way, they, they kind of all work together at the same time. But some things are really, really critical that are non-negotiable that have to be in place first for you to have that experience. So faith is not just spirituality and being religious. right? It's that belief. It's that philosophy that you, cho you choose or deliberately embrace in order for you to have the level of self-esteem and confidence required to build everything else. Without that, things sooner or later do fall apart. So division one or category one of faith is critical because without that, nothing else can sit on your life and work, at least not work well, okay? So that self-confidence piece that comes from the division or category of faith is everything. And once that's in place, it then allows you to build into the arena of relationships, which is referred to as fellowship, social, your social experience. The social experience kind of works a little bit interestingly because your family is part of your first social experience. And sometimes if your family gives you those great, great vibes, those great experiences, you get the opportunity, right, to be... Um, lift it up and be filled with high self-esteem. But if you grew up in a struggling family traumatic dynamic, then that makes your self-esteem a little bit more difficult to gather and to uh, move forward with. So this is why the faith kingdom, as I call them, I call them five kingdoms, not just five categories, they're five kingdoms because 
each of these kingdoms is an area of life that you have to look at yourself as royalty, as king or queen or sovereign over. So when you're sovereign over your faith, your fellowship, your finances, your feelings, and your fitness, you have no one to blame. You, your pursuit is full autonomy in directing and guiding these areas. So faith being that philosophy piece, that self-image piece that helps you feel the level of confidence, the level of self-esteem that's required for you to build everything else really makes life easier. Because now when you start to build the social aspects, you are intolerant of anyone who's not in line with reinforcing that level of self-esteem that you have. So anyone who wants to kind of hate on you, diss you, dismiss you, um, undermine you, right? Their time and their shelf life is very limited in your life, right? And it's only a matter of time for them to work their way out. Um, quick story that I got from listening to Tyler Perry speak last weekend. One of the things that he said was, he said, you know, you'll as you grow, you are moving in a circle, but that circle that you're moving in is an upward circle. He said, but every level that you rotate, there are people who actually spin out because they can't keep up or can't go to that next level with you. And sometimes you wonder why, why did they do that thing that they did that put them in a position to not be able to go to that next level with you. But he said, that's okay because they're not supposed to be at that next level with you. Then they're just not up for it, not made or cut out, or there will be an, um, there'll be an impediment to you. Okay. They'll get in the way. So, you are always moving. And so in that social dynamic, as you continue to grow base in your kingdom of faith, you are going to attract and subtract the right kind of people. Okay? You're going to add, you know, add the right people, subtract the wrong kind of people. And as you do that, you start to also identify in the third kingdom of finances, you start to identify based on who you are, what you can and can and what can't or will or won't do in order for you to amass what I call gold inside of your life, right? And so that's, you know, whether you want to go into the arts, whether you want to go into, you know, the science, technology, engineering, or math fields, you want to be uh, in the health and wellness professions, right? You get to decide who you're going to be because now you've got your mind focused and cleared on who you are. And you've got the right environment of people, right, who are challenging and inspiring you to just make sure that you're staying on course with evolving into the highest, best expression of yourself, especially now in the, in the arena of finances, whether that's in business, whether you want to be an employer, whether you want to be a sole proprietor, whether you want to be an investor, or whether you want to be a business owner, or some combination of all of those. You now get to call the shots. And in order for all of this stuff to hold together, your mood, your emotional states, which is the fourth kingdom, right, has to be monitored and in check. You've got to feel like you're not a victim of how life is playing out around you and then uh, throw the woe is me um, episodes on yourself, right? So feelings being that, that, that kingdom is a critical kingdom, just as critical as the spiritual or faith-based kingdom because it kind of works together, right? When you are really mentally and emotionally grounded and rooted in the true philosophy of where you need to be, you feel fantastic. And then with that mood, you inspire other people in your fellowship environment. And with that mood, you also bring that into your business that has people want to do business with you. 
And in order for all of that to work, you've got to have your physical world work. Right? That's the kingdom of fitness. So I talked about faith, fellowship, finances, feelings, and fitness. That bottom, uh, that fifth category of fitness is not just limited to your body. It's, in the, it's your physical environment, how you're organized and how you orchestrate things in order for you to continue to perform at such a high level. In this level of fitness, this includes whether or not you hire a virtual assistant uh, uh, or a secretary that works right in the office with you, um, outsourcing tasks or duties or responsibilities so that you can have more and more time to focus on other things that are most, most critical and important for you to function. So when you have all those five kingdoms working, you are now able to live the extraordinary or legendary better version of you and to be able to do it you got to design how these kingdoms should work and in order to design or or i should say build based on that design you're going to need blueprints and so if you need a 24-hour blueprint you need to start with understanding what this blueprint is how it works and how it's different than anything else that you may have done or experienced in the past. So the blueprints take into consideration your faith, your fellowship, your finances, your feelings, and your fitness. And when you build it, or when you're starting to build, you want to look at the blueprint of your, you know, your whole life and how it's playing out over the course of a week. Or even let's just start as short as a day. And when you look at what's happening over the next day, which is 24 hours, you got to look. Well, how much of this day am I dedicating to these five kingdoms? My faith, my fellowship, my finances, my feelings, and my fitness. And you got to identify whether or not you are doing something other than really genuinely honoring and focusing in on these five kingdoms. Because these five kingdoms are the things that allow you to build and to, li to live an extraordinary life. If you neglect them, if you ignore them, you're going to have some pain. You're going to have some suffering. You're going to have some, um, you know, some, some heartburn, right? It's going to have you feel like, ugh, I'm feeling a little off today, right? And I don't want you to have that experience, okay? So that being said, where or how do I access these blueprints, you might be thinking? Um, well, this is why there's a 25 Blueprint Academy. And uh, that program, the 25 Blueprint Program or Coaching Program, has a predecessor which is the uh, Escape the Matrix course. And that Escape the Matrix course just gives you an idea of how to start thinking and practicing this whole idea of designing and building and um, living your better you. Okay? This is the legend and the story and the reason why this whole image architect construct exists how it exists is because a lot of times we are so arbitrary with how we're gonna do things and what we feel and you know, all that stuff. And if you did that to building up your dream home, you end up with a wall over here one day, a wall over here another day, the toilet is over here, no, the toilet's gonna be over here, no, I want the flooring to be this color, no, I want the flooring to be that color. <laughs> No, I don't want that light fixture there. I want it over here. No, I want it over there. Dude, nobody's going to build with you. If you had your piece of napkin drawing and said, hey, can you build this for me? Nobody's going to want to build with you. 
And so your dream home, before it actually is really completed, it's already represented in a document called the blueprint. And so similarly, we can do the same for our lives by having our lives be represented in a, in a series of documents called blueprints. And we also have to have a building schedule for honoring those blueprints because every day when those general contractors and their team and their subcontractors show up, what are they doing? They're building off a blueprint. And you, when you show up as the subcontractor and the general contractor, you've got to build off of your set of blueprints. And so what do those blueprints look like? How do they work? That's what we go over in our Zoom community and our Zoom trainings. And, uh, and everybody who's a member or participant of this tribe, they know and they are learning how to really build out. First design and then build and then live. And it's all sometimes happening in cycles, like a design, design a day, build what you're gonna be, you know, uh, doing by what you're gonna do, your task can help you build what's gonna happen, or what you're gonna experience that day. Right? And then you get to live as you're doing that. That's how that's the whole process. That's how that all that whole thing works. Okay. So um, that being said, this is the whole legend. This is the whole part of the whole story. Um, and to actually bookend this, you know, when I was coming out of those that engineering and urban planning field, right? Um, I did ask myself, like, how come we can build buildings with such precision, but we can't? We don't apply the same principle or idea to human beings and human lives. And I said, well, if nobody's doing that, well, maybe I'm the person who's making this connection and, and can inspire people to actually apply this to themselves. So it's actually a pretty, in my understanding, a pretty radical notion to really recognize that the 16 divisions of the construction world um, have their version of the same um, concept in the human experience. So if that's of interest and intriguing to you, I highly recommend and suggest that you at least, if you feel that life-wise you really want to build with a certain kind of intentionality and a certain amount of rigor and a certain amount of certainty of knowing, right? When something is on a blueprint, there isn't a mystery about what the building's going to look like. <laughs> like you already know, you've seen the renderings. Right, you've seen the samples of the carpet. You've seen the samples of the paint. You've seen, um, you know, the sometimes examples of the light fixtures. Whether you've picked it out of a catalog, you've seen examples of the fixtures that you're going to be, you know, using to, you know, uh, open up the shower valve and have the water come down to the sink. I could go on and on and on about this, right? So, <clears throat> so that being said, um, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for you to choose or decide based on where you are, whether or not you want to continue to build off of uh, blueprints that are on scribbled on napkins and envelopes and random pieces of paper, or if you really want to build, design, build, and live an extraordinary and legendary life by using blueprints that will actually help you have clarity, peace of mind, less stress, or not ha not have the uh, wrong uh, wrong kind of stress dominating your life, right? So that you can build with a certain amount of peace and passion and joy. Okay, so for those of you who are interested, um, you can send a direct message, of course, with the word blueprint, so that I can get you started on the path. 
of experiencing the, the matrix, the escape the matrix uh, program. And, um, and if you're ready to sort of book a call and have a coaching sort of preliminary coaching conversation, just ask for that as well. When you uh, text blueprint, just say blueprint and then uh, say, and coaching, right? And I'll, I'll, I'll uh, schedule an appointment with you. I'll send you the link for that as well. So that being said, thanks a lot for checking this episode of the productive soul. It's been great uh, having this conversation with you guys. And I will see you guys in the upcoming videos where we really are going to talk about building, designing and building the rest of the year, right? Because end of the year is pretty much around the corner as far as I'm concerned. And, um, and we want to go into the next year with some momentum. Okay? All right, guys. I'll see you guys soon. Have a fantastic week, and I'll talk to you later. All right, so thanks for listening in. So if you are in a position right now where you realize that, you know what, it does make sense. I wouldn't dare build a, my dream home um, by scribbling on the back of a napkin and handing that over to a general contractor or a developer. And you realize like, wait, you know what, this may actually be uh, applicable to my own life. Then this is a great time for you to apply and see if the 25 Blueprint program would be right for you. There's a process of just scheduling a consultation, having a conversation about what your visions and goals and ambitions are. And then from there, being able to see and confirm that this is a great fit and that we should move ahead together in helping you design, build, and live your extraordinary life. So if that's you, um, in the description section, there is an area where you can fill in a form and book a time that works for us to have a conversation. And we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.